I'm so glad you're joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers on real versus fake relationships. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Lisa Evers. And you can catch up on all of our Street Soldiers episodes, both radio and TV, free of charge on LisaEvers.com. You can also check out our TV show on the Fox Soul platform as well. Now, in this episode, we're talking about real versus fake relationships. How do you know when it's from the heart or when it's just for social media? You've seen those couples. They look like they're in love. They look like they're the perfect couple. They're dressed to the nines. They're posing in all of the right, right places, but the reality is just the opposite. So how do we know when it's true love? What effect does it have on us as we watch this and take this all in? And does it really matter? That's what we're finding out with our panel. Joining me is the one and only Peter Guns, hip hop artist. He's a reality TV star, and he was just named the host of the Cheaters TV show on the CW Plus network. It's been on them that network for about 20 years, and he is the mm. first African American host for this international hit. So, Peter, great to have you with uh, us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, and congratulations on the yeah. new uh, the you. new post. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's awesome. We're, we're going to talk about that for sure. Yes. Also joining us is Dr. Elisa English. She's a clinical therapist and mental health and relationship expert. Dr. Elisa, great to have you with us again. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. Peter, first of all, you have lived your life inside out, in public, Yes, as a hip-hop artist, but it really went to another level when you were on Love & Hip Hop New York. Yes. What can you tell us about these relationships that we're seeing? It seems like a lot of celebrities have them one week, then they're broken up, and then the next week it's somebody else. But in the meantime, they're professing all this true love. How do we take that in? Um, I, I think 90% of it is just for, you know, um, attention. Some of them call TMZ, meet, meet me here. Oh, I got a tip. Meanwhile, it's the actual person calling. I'm, they want to be seen. They want to be, you know, it's, it's all to promote something or just to promote a product. And I mean, some of those relationships produce kids, which is, which is weird, you know. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like it's always, uh, it's hard. I always put the clock on when I see certain relationships, like, like the time yeah. clock. <laughs> I almost want to do. A, I almost want to get on and do it. Like yo, I'm, I got. I got like a bet, make yeah, a bet. Yeah, five hundred. This won't last past June. You know, what I, mean? I always, I always want to do that. I think it's a lot of money in that. A lot of money in that, <laughs> Doctor Lisa. We see these, we see these relationships. Do you agree, agree with Peter? Like that, the vast majority are fake. Oh, absolutely. We live in a society now that all we want is attention, and so anytime you swipe right, you click like, and you comment, you're validating someone who is certainly feeling emotionally depleted, and that validation helps them feel a sense of purpose and value in life. And so it's all part of just living in this filtered lifestyle that we're living now. Okay, well, what about like, you know, we talk about people like the the average person, Peter. You see like somebody, because I want to get into the celebrity thing and your experience with it too, but just like the average person, all of a sudden this guy is like professing his love for his girlfriend or his wife or his, his child's mother and it's just like this like, you know, two-page thing on Instagram telling what, what, you know, how great she is. When you look at that, what do you think of? I don't know. I think he, he must have messed up or something <laughs> or he's doing something. I think um, doing too much. Yeah, he definitely <laughs> doing too much. I'm the king of doing too much, so I know when somebody's doing too much. You can tell right yeah, away. I spot it right away. I, I think you know most of the times that you just constantly talking about your relationship on Instagram, 
how good it is. I think there's something that's like you lacking something there because I think the best way to keep your relationship healthy is not to not to put it out there, not to talk about it at uh, all. You leave room. Too many people hate. You leave room for people to hate. You might get a DM or something, you know, that might mess your whole thing up. Or people, to me, for the most part, people will say, I'm happy for you. I'm glad you're happy. But it's a lot of people out there that don't want to see you happy. So it's best to keep your relationship to yourself. And uh, because and, and just and just in general, I think that if you have to do all of that, then you're not somewhere. Something, something, something somebody wrong. messed yeah. up or something yeah. else. Go. What do you yeah, think about that? Because the flip side of the like and the comment of positivity is the no comment and wait, waiting, waiting, waiting. Oh, nobody cares. Okay, right. so now I feel totally deflated, right, and devalued. So that really can have a really serious consequence because down people that leads into mental health issues and depression, which. Perhaps there was some mental health issues from the start that they've been masking through these social media platforms. But, but, the, but all of the, or the lack of feedback depresses them or whatever. Totally. But Peter, I'm going to I want to ask you what I know everybody wants to know. When you went from you know you you were you are famous as a rapper as as a New York hip hop artist, right. one of our legends. The but when you went on Love and Hip Hop New York, that was a whole different ball game in terms of scrutiny of your personal life, how you were living all these relationships, father of 10, mm -hmm. all of this going on. Take us through that process. What was that like for you? It was um, it was rough because, you know, people always say, oh, I blame the show, the shows, they, they do that to people. I knew what I was getting to when I went to the show. So I hate when people come to me and or people on the show complain about what they signed up for. You know when you sign up for, whatever you say or do, they can spin it, flip it, whatever it is, you know what you signed up for. So I never blame the show. But at the time I did the show, I held off from doing the show for two years. They've been calling me for two years. But I had a son, Corey Guns, who was signing Young Money. He was on the rise. And I didn't want to compromise his career with him having to do interviews. About your drama or whatever my, yeah, was going which on. Which ended up happening anyway. But when he, it took him a minute to get started and, and, and set up. And things got really bad for me. You know, so it was, a, it was really a call of financial. I needed to provide for my kids. And I thought that the platform could help me provide Tara become you know the actor that she's trying to be and Amina expose her talent for music but because my storyline was so real and I think that you know there's something that I would talk to you about something is that it's hard to explain but my storyline was real and then it got even real more real for me when I did the show in terms of all right, one minute I'm feeling sorry for this one because the, 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 they're killing her all over the social media or, right. and she's depressed mm -hmm. and then when she this one gets depressed. I got to go over there, you know. And so I really had a mental, almost a mental breakdown, like because I'm not dealing with you, yeah. you know, like keep it, keep it afloat. And um, so I have regrets for them. Like if, if people say, do you regret doing the show? Yeah, for two reasons, because to me, they they regret it. They don't they don't like, you know, um, me. I don't care what these people say on Instagram and Twitter. Like if you got time to sit down and. I'm not a fan of Trump, but you'll never find me under his page saying all kind of ugly things about him. You right. got time to do that. It's too much. I have too much time on my hand to do other things. But I felt, in terms of them, I, I, that and my kids eventually will see this. That haunts me. You know, I have to answer to my kids for some of the shenanigans I did on the show. And I didn't make enough money to put any of them through college. So there was no price to be put on... On just your peace of mind and, and feeling good about everything, right? And having really, healthy just, relationships just, for everyone else. Right. Like, it's my me. I don't care. 
But I care that she's hurt. I care that she's hurt, and then I care that eventually I have to answer to my kids for what I did to them. Dr. Lisa, what do you think about that? I mean, I think that you're, I think you're being a little hard on yourself because I think you cared enough because you felt that it would be a way to put food on the table at a dark time right. in your life, and you were willing to make a certain sacrifice, but didn't really know that it would have that level of. Yeah, you backlash. Know, backlash, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so now that you think about it, you're able to be, reflect and process and say, for the sake of my children and the people that I love, maybe I would have done things differently. Absolutely. But at the same time, you had a choice to make that was about your own survival. Absolutely. So you need to feel proud of that, the fact that you wanted to at least help your family in a dark time. All right, we're going to take it. All right, it's funny she said that. Let's just say this real quick. It's funny you say that. That's the only thing that keeps me saying is that I know there was no malice in my heart when I signed right. on to do it. So. Mm -hmm. They did it for the, for the right reasons. I know that. People totally. don't think I did, but I did. All right. This is Street Soldiers. We're talking about real versus fake relationships with so many choices out there. We see them on our phones all day long, all night long. I'm going to find out what our panel has to say about the question of, is there such a thing now as one true love? That's coming up next. What it do this Kevin Gates and right now I'm kicking it with Lisa Evers. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about real versus fake relationships. How do we tell the difference? Joining me for this episode is Peter Guns, New York legend, hip-hop artist. He's also a reality TV star and also the host, was just named host, of the Cheaters TV show franchise. It's been on the CW Plus network and internationally viewed for 20 years, he is making history as the first African-American mm -hmm. host. Peter, congratulations. Uh, thank you. Thank you for that intro, legend. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are. I mean, you are. Facts. Thank you. Facts. Yeah. Thank you. Um, my pleasure. Also with us is Dr. Elisa English. She's a clinical therapist and a mental health and relationship expert. Dr. Elisa, thanks so much for being thank with us. Thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. Peter, the question. You have 10 children. You've been in love, obviously, a number of times. Yes. Is there such a thing in 2020 as one true love, in your opinion, yeah. as an expert in this area? <laughs> yes, I, th I think so. You know, it took, it took me a long time to get to this point. Yeah, I'm, you know, I crossed 50 now. So now, you know, I'm, I'm at a point in a different, different time in my life where I could see myself with one person only, you know, but that's recent. It wasn't like I, I wasn't thinking like this even five years ago. I didn't think it it was possible, but I think so, yeah. I think so now. Do you think that has a lot to do with the hyper-masculine society we live in now, that having multiple partners is like sort of the status quo or makes you right. feel like still, validated still, as a man, so you're I, still looking for a little validation? Well, listen, you know, it's always been that way. My father, my father always had multiple women, mm -hmm. even while him and my mother were together. Mm -hmm. I grew up, my uncles, it was like the norm. So... It's not just today, it was then. You know what I mean? In fact, I, until I got on Love and Hip Hop and people started criticizing me, I'm like, what am I doing? Every man, is, mm. everybody around me is doing this. Were you surprised that people were like, wow, how can you be, he's cheating on this one, cheating on that one? A part of it was surprised that, that it was just two women they were this mad about. You know what I mean? It's been more than that before. So I was just like, damn, like this is, because I, I, I didn't, this is a true story. I've never met a man that didn't cheat, ever. Mm. I'm not saying he don't exist. I just never met him. Not none of my friends or nobody I knew at the time. They're going to kill me for this when they see this stuff. But 
Well, I mean, facts, he, facts. I mean, he's what about that, Doctor? I Lisa? mean, a total facts. Like we live in our own reality and our own experiences, and child children learn from the adults around them, and so a lot of what he perpetuated was from his own experiences, and I don't know if he feels good or bad about that, but it was part of his experience. I accepted I accepted that recently. My father passed away and I'm you know, so, but I'm for, sorry for all for all of my life I was in denial that my childhood probably had anything to do with it. I just thought it was just normal. Right. But again, you know, women are beautiful and women think men are beautiful. I think women have a lot more control of themselves, you know. Um it's hard to be with one person. I think that's the hardest thing I've ever had to do. It's being with one person at a time. Yes. I've disciplined myself in so many ways. Like, I, I like to drink, but now I only drink one month on, one month off. Mm. I make sure I get up every day and I, and I run two miles and I do my 500 push-ups, my 500 pull-ups, my dips. That's discipline. But when it was time to say, okay, I'm only going to be committed to this one person, it was impossible. <laughs> well, you incorporated some self-care. Right. That's important. Yeah, but right. that didn't help because, yo, he looked good for his age. So more and more. <laughs> so know? then, then you want to keep doing more. You, you want to keep doing more. But what, <laughs> but what about in, ter- in terms of the pressure? So so now you're on, you, you, you know, when you were first on Love and Hip Hop and right. all the dramas going on with Amina and, and Tara, Tara mm-hmm. the, um, all of this is happening. People are commenting on social media. You're posting pictures. They're posting pictures. Some of the things look, will look really beautiful and very romantic. How did that mess with you or did that mess with your head? It was more, again, it was them. Like, it, it, you'd be hard-pressed to get me to be upset about something somebody put up about me. You know, maybe one time somebody put that I was dealing with a teenage girl and I sued and I got upset about that because I have teenage children. That's, that's unacceptable. Right. You know, I don't date people. Not, you know, that, that was just disgusting. But for the most part, you, it'd be hard-pressed for you to get me upset. But the fact that they were... On, you know, their friends and family, because you got family members calling you like, who is he? Like, what is that? So, you know, I'm not invited to Thanksgiving anymore. And, you know, so that the, the personal things were bothering me. You know, like uh, Tara's mom and dad are upset with me. You know, Amina's embarrassed. Her friends are, you know, like, what's she? so their stuff. Me, I never really it was never a big deal for me what people said about me. I knew, again, like, like you said earlier, that my mission was to provide for the many miles that I have to um, feed. And, but in the, mi- in the midst of that, more kids came along. So, you know, just the re- the dealing with it and really being in these situations, it was, in, um, it was an emotional roller coaster that I would never be able to explain to anybody who has rational I, I, I could never answer it rational so was it like you like did you did the line blur between the reality between like what you the real emotions that were happening in the show like the show was over but you still have to yeah, deal right. with these these t- certain things I couldn't answer Lisa like you know I was mad well, we got Dr. Lisa here yeah, alright <laughs> doc it was certain things <laughs> I couldn't answer even including my marriage in my, in my marriage it was certain things I couldn't answer about my marriage because it, it would it could compromise <laughs> a lot of things so I couldn't even answer those questions so I just had to act like you know that it, that it was just oh god I just flipped and fell in love and that was uh, certain things I couldn't answer and I just had to eat even though I did a lot of things for a certain reason and, and that would benefit and help everybody and I just couldn't answer it I just had to eat what people thought and said and to this day I still do but it's okay it's okay so that's very introspective but at some point but not but and how do you then work around breaking the cycle of right. what you experience so that your children don't experience that same 
very difficult arrangement? I think it's a combination of things. I think I think as uh, especially black men, yeah. we're scared to seek help. Like you sitting mm-hmm. here, I'm going to exchange numbers with you and have a talk with you. Some mm-hmm. of us think, well, I need to get a therapist for and pay somebody to tell me what I could. It hasn't worked out with me talking to myself or figuring it out for myself. So maybe I need to sit down. I think I think if men in general would just take time to talk to somebody and have a third party, even in your relationship, sit down. You know, I never sat down with a therapist with uh, Tara or Amina mm. to, 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 to say, look, it's best to be apart, you know, because that's the advice that I'm talking about giving on cheaters. Like, look. You can, you can see a therapist, or you, maybe it'll be best if you guys split. I'm not here to break up a happy home. Right. You got right. caught. Where we go from here? You know, it's out now. So try to mend it, or or maybe it's toxic. It. You need yeah. end it or end it, right? right? So that's the goal. But I'm giving out advice I never even follow myself. Yeah, and that pain that people experience, both Tyra and your your other, you yeah. know, baby and Amina, mothers, yeah. Amina. Like you don't even fully understand what that felt like for them. No. No, and I get reminded of it. And, you know, even so say I say, hey, I want to work things out with Tara. We have two kids. I'm going to try to work it out. Well, I got to constantly get reminded of what I've done. Right. You married somebody, you had kids and that, and you embarrassed me on TV. And, you know, so it's, it's hard. So you give up. You say, OK, I'm not going to do that then. But maybe if we had sat down, you know, with a professional, you know, maybe we could have figured it out because, again, it was never. It was never my intention to hurt or bring malice to anything. Are my, you surprised by how much how much hurt there was behind all that? No, I, I, I t- when I look back at it, at the time I was living in Never Neverland. Mm. But when I look back at it now, I cringe when people put up clips of the show. I'm like, ah, oh. because the show, what the show did do though, I can't let them totally off the hook. Mm-hmm. Some things were, were emphasized or yeah, encouraged, or right? yeah, or right. just you know some stuff you did for TV, or they'll do stuff that make and I was scream at them like alright look I already look crazy I don't need no help <laughs> you know what I mean right. and then I got angry with the show because they moved forward without us after I felt like we we turned your lives four, inside out basically we turned the lights back on in there too the light that we took the ratings to another level yeah, because I think, like you mentioned earlier, so many people you know are living through the same experience. What uh-huh. I'm also curious to know is how did you feel about your mom going through that with your dad and other people in your life, other women, adult women that you loved and looked looked up to and cared about? Like they, they were going through that same pain that Tyra and Amina were going right. through. Did you ever see them through your mother's eyes? Was weird is when I was a kid, I was I would be hurt for my mother because I would know she was hurting because my dad wouldn't come home or she would hear things and I could hear it even though I was a kid. And my dad told me one day you'll get older, you understand. And when I got older, I was like, oh, this is what he, you know I'm living in. This the is same what life. it is. Yeah, but it wasn't until my daughter came to me crying that her boyfriend cheated on her, mm. and she was really crushed. And she's 21 years old and she was hurt and. I could not sit down with her boyfriend because I didn't want to hear him say the audacity of you. You know what I mean? So what we have to stop doing is telling, you know, like, again, I tell my sons, it's easy. We find an easy way out. Don't be like me. Don't be like me. We have to start living accordingly. So you so your kids, you could tell your kids, look, just look at me. Be just Look at where like I'm at right. now. Don't right. do what I did right. then. Right. Don't do what I did then. Do, do what I do yeah, now. Totally. And what we need to do now is take a short break. This is Street Soldiers. Right. I'm your host, Lisa yeah. Evers. We'll be back right after this. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Rotimi. You're listening to Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Yes, sir.
Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this episode, we're talking about real versus fake relationships. They look perfect online. They look perfect in social media. But the real story is oftentimes very, very different. We've got a great panel to break this all down for you. Joining me is the one and only Peter Guns. He's New York legendary hip-hop artist. He's also a reality TV star. And he's also was just named the host of the Cheaters TV show, a 20-year franchise on the CW Plus Network, seen internationally, and he's the first African-American host to uh, be on that show. Congratulations uh, on it. That's you. huge. Thank you so much. Yes. That's yes, fantastic. A whole new chapter. I'm excited. Chapter. Yeah. <laughs> totally. We're going to talk about that, too. And Dr. Lisa English is with us. She's a clinical therapist and a mental health and relationship expert. Dr. Lisa, we, people who are in real relationships that are going along smoothly, Everything's kind of, you know, usual ups and downs, but everything's pretty much going and growing and, you know, like that. And then they see these pictures of these fabulous vacations and people are in these exotic places and maybe they rented the clothes they're wearing or the jewelry or the car or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they start to feel like, wait a minute, man, I'm riding the train every day to go to this job. This doesn't look that good. Or I'm working so hard and she didn't appreciate me or he didn't really appreciate that I did all this. Does it really mess with people's heads? Absolutely. They said in the last 10 years, Facebook has been named in almost 50% of divorces. So can you imagine? People are using social media to define their current circumstance. I think the fact that people desire and need social connectedness um, really puts them in this space where they're unable to sometimes differentiate between fake and reality. And so until you're able to live in your space and your existence and your reality, then all of it will become very dangerous territory for you to engage in. Peter, tell us about like, you don't have to name names, but people like couples you see and one minute they're hot and this is the love of my life. And then two weeks later, they're, they're go you know, it's over. Yeah, sometimes it's just for the hype. And when the steam rolls off and the, and the blog stops, so, you know, you only live a little bit. Mm -hmm. You'll get that look. Look there together, and then it's over. But, yeah, it's, you, you see people fake storylines to get on the show. They'll fake a storyline and say they're a couple just to be on the show. You know, like, we we a couple just to try to, you know, get <laughs> picked up on a TV show. I mean, sometimes babies even come out of these situations, which is sad. But, yeah. um, you know, that's the only thing I can say. In my situation, 100%, it was there was love and there's you know there was no there's no malice in that whatsoever but a lot of these people get together and i start the clock let's see i say by june you know me, me and my friends we hold we like a betting all pool <laughs> yeah, it's just for the hype man and, and as soon as uh all the media outlets are over it they over it so and it's just there like that but what about it have you in your career mm -hmm. you know especially as a tv personality have you had any kind of like uh compare and despair like you look at other men or other people that are coming through those same experiences and maybe like that one's doing better or that one's making more money or that kind of thing from that because there's that professional competition as well too yeah yeah i mean I, you know it's never been a, a lot of men especially have problem with women making more money than them in a relationship i've never really had that problem we a team out the gate so mm -hmm. if that you know i don't look at it i don't look at it that way but um but i have i've had people come to me to try to set me up to date somebody to be on the show like as bad as i looked on the show there were so many women y'all would be surprised who that would come to me they wanted to be on the show they wanted to be let's go in and say i'm dealing with you you know and even back when uptown baby was out 
I remember record labels calling me to try to get me to take certain women to the Grammys with me or to, because we were nominated for Grammy mm. or to the, uh, the Billboard Awards, American Music Awards, Soul Train Awards. We want such and such to, to be your date. And, you know, they're artists. I don't want to put them out there now. They might kill me. But I used to, they, this has been going on for a long time, setting up these relationships. You know? What, what I mean, about the that? I mean, the, the just sheer desperation and all of it based on yeah. economics, I, you know, and what people are willing to do is so concerning. Like, what is going on with individuals that this is what they need to resort to in order but to feel a sense of worth and to earn an income. Right. Like but producing also children for 21 years of care with no real financial support from anywhere. No real family structure. No real family Yeah, structure. most importantly. And that's that's part of my regrets because, you know, even though I, I do my best to provide and, you know, I could never give them the time that they need from a dad having kids, you know, spread out that way. So, the family structure part is what I regret uh, most. But they're here now, so there's nothing you can right, do about it. Right. But, yeah, I'm a product of regret for that as well. And then in, ter in terms of the privacy, because there's, is there, a, like some people say there's no more privacy anymore because there's cameras everywhere. People have cameras on their phones. People are taking pictures, right. surveillance cameras everywhere, social media. It, it's out there. Do people not value privacy anymore? Do you value your privacy? I do, but I, here's the deal. Once I put myself out there, I got to accept what comes with it. But it's a shame. Like, so if a, if a young lady comes to ask me to take a picture, I always got to ask her, please don't put a backstory to this picture because so many women would say, he asked me for my number. He mm -hmm. grabbed my you know, so mm -hmm. I would always have to do disclaimers. Love, I'll take the picture, but please don't put a backstory to it. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I already look crazy. Or I'll take a picture at an office with Tyra and Amina. Like, oh, Peter's at the welfare office. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, meanwhile, I'm at the hospital or something. So it would, it would be the, the, the things like that on social media that would bother me. But you can't, once you sign up, and I tell everybody, when you sign up to do these shows, you got to take what comes with the, with the territory. Any woman I'm with, when I'm walking down the street with her, I'm like, we might end up on the shade room, even though it's just <laughs> you and I talking. <laughs> Dr. Right. E. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We might end up on gossip tonight. <laughs> it could be on shade room already. There were people <laughs> no, were taking no. pictures here inside, right, inside right, the right. studio. Right. But, but Dr. Lisa, what about, the, what about the pressure on private individuals, too? It's like to, be, to not feel that there's that privacy or to feel that they have to become more public in their relationships or more... Put, put more pictures, like sex, especially for women, put sexier pictures of themselves out there because everything on, on you know, so much on social media, it's like bomb, one bombshell picture after another. People can find their privacy if they want to. Your relationships can be private if you want to. But you're only going to present your best self on social media. So those opportunities when you can take a picture with a partner in a space, in a vacation, and you're only at the museum on 67th Street, <laughs> you know, somehow that those 200 likes and, and you know, that is it's something it releases that dopamine that you feel so good about that and you just keep on looking for that high because it has become an addiction but a real addiction do you a think it's real a real addiction? addiction absolutely a real addiction so people are addicted to yes social media yeah. the average person has five social media accounts two billion people are on they check it at least two hours a day in the u.s Teens are checking their phone nine hours a day. I know. You know, I know how that's shaping. Forty-year-olds that's checking <laughs> more, more than know, that. This is shaping who they are. Yeah. This is, is it making shape, 
shape. And their mind and how they think and value themselves. In terms Absolutely. of their self-esteem, what does it do in terms of self-esteem? Well, Instagram should be called Comparegram. Yeah. Because you're comparing compare yourself, <laughs> compare Graham. Peter, now you compare I'm, yourself to Peter, what about that? potentially seen, million I'm, people, I'm, millions. I've seen women that I know that, that are really smart and conservative now taking their clothes off uh, for likes, like she said. And it, it's sometimes it's like, wow, you know, I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the never. A full law degree. I've never, <laughs> right, exactly. you know I've never looked on a Instagram and saw a half naked woman that's putting up these kind of pictures and said, damn, that, that could be my wife. I, mm. That looked like somebody I want to sleep with. Say that again. Wanted. Right. It's for the people say in the back. Again, say that again. <laughs> I want to knock, knock her screws loose, but I don't want to <laughs> marry her. <laughs> then, yeah. So I think more, right, the more that men talk about girls, <laughs> someone has to tell them. Yeah, right? but yeah, no, it's the truth. You look at them, that's not the one you want to bring home. They're probably saying, well, I don't want to marry you. That's not the one She's going to kill me, but I have to say this. I blocked my daughter for some of the pictures she posts. Oh, you, you, you did. That's wow. my daughter. I can't see you bent over with your, your ass oh, out. Goodness. Just yeah, yeah. you know, like doing these pictures, like and so even had, your friends and I family lesson right. <laughs> Oh my goodness! I had to block my own daughter because I can't see. I can't see. That's my daughter, and she'd be like, "Dad, did you block me?" Yeah, straighten up. I can't look at you like that. You know, that's the karma, though. Right. Yeah. But um, it's, it's 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 also the it's also the trend, and it's also our culture. Today too, because there's also a lot, a lot of women too that don't understand. That's when you go to apply for that job. Right. That could be one of the reasons you don't get it. Yeah, those pictures you know? live in that space forever, even when you delete them. And that's all jobs. I had to answer a lot of questions for for the job I have now mm. from my social media. Really? Yeah. Mm. What was that about? What's this about? You know, they pay attention. So I tell I tell people that all they the do. time. Yeah. You know, be careful what you post, and you know, try to keep your religious beliefs and your and your and your uh, you know. Yeah, believe some politics. Try to keep that to yourself. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You know what I mean? You don't have to blurt it out there. I've done it. But if you're trying to do anything in the professional world, it can affect uh, what you're trying to do. No, absolutely. Isn't that interesting? That is so profound. Like, we will protect our religious and political beliefs, but the most sacred thing to us, our partner, yeah. that's all <laughs> that's out all for the out whole there. world. It's on front street. Who does I'm guilty that? as charged. <laughs> it's all out. It's all well, on front street. Well, not anymore. But, yeah, you know, what I'm saying, what I say by that is if, I'm not even speaking for myself. Everything about me is out there. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, there's, there's too much stuff out there in the world once you put it out there. And I tell people that. I don't care if you take it down, it's out there. It's right. still there somewhere. Mm -hmm. If it's yes. been there, it's, if it's been there, it's going to be there. Uh, this is Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. When we come back, we're going to find out, are there really guaranteed signs of cheating and what are they? That's coming up next. What up? This is Trey Songz and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, real people. Only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. In this special Valentine's Day edition of Street Soldiers, we could call it Love Soldiers, I guess, we're talking about real versus fake relationships. Obviously, real is always the best. we got a great panel to break it all down for us. Joining me is Peter Guns. He's one of New York's legendary hip-hop artists, Grammy-nominated. He's also a reality TV star, and he's the host of the Cheaters TV show. He was just named to that. He is the first African 
African-American host in the show's 20-year history. Congratulations, Peter. Thank you. Thank you. Great thank to have you, you with us. Uh, thank you for thank having you. me. Thank you. Also with us is Dr. Lisa English. She's a clinical therapist and a mental health and relationship expert. Dr. Lisa, great to have you with us. Thank you for thank you. me. Now, while we see these you know, inst Insta relationships and Insta breakups all over Instagram and, and social social media. True love really does exist. Oh, doesn't absolutely. It? We all at least have one aunt and uncle, our grandparents that stayed together for 50, 60 years. And like it seemed really healthy. Every she cooked every day. He worked and provided. So there's relationships out there. They're just not on social media. Even of the current generation. Oh, the millennials love to live through social media. And so their, their thoughts about relationships, it feels endless. So there's no nothing. They're not really vested in the relationship. There was a time when people were invested in their relationships. And in fact, relational theory suggests that when you are invested, it increases your opportunity to, to stay together longer. And when you say so invested, you, what is invested mean? Invested. Uh, property, um, children, children, right? Yeah. Peter, um, what do you think about family that? ties? Like especially friends, at this, this, especially at this stage in your life, like yeah, the I, being being invested in a relationship. Yeah, I think uh, I think even if the relationship had, I mean, all relationships have their ups and downs, but they were able to handle them in in house. I think you know being on social media involves other people to. You know, because I other people will comment, and the person might pay attention to the comments. Or, but if you keep things in ho in house, there's certain things you can get past. It's just you and this person just get through it. Maybe a therapist, but I believe. Um, I the believe support of family and friends. Right, right, right. right. I believe. I, yeah, I believe the support of family and friends. If you if your relationship is private, you can, there were old olden days where. At least I have aunts and uncles that have been together. That are like that. And they, they know each other yeah. and they do things mm -hmm. and they still are right. affectionate. And <laughs> they had, their ups, and, they had their ups and downs yeah. like everyone else, but they, they pulled it together and stayed together. Yeah. But as, as, you, as you look at your life now, where, where you're at now, some of your kids are grown. Yeah. Some of them are still very small. In, in terms of are you looking for a true love? Yeah. I'm, I think settling down now is, is, is with a person. That person is lucky. I've done everything. I'm good. I don't ever want to see anybody hurt like that anymore. I don't want to hurt. I'm getting old, you know. Most people say you wait till you old and <laughs> start breaking down. <laughs> but you don't look like you're breaking down no, at, not all. at all. Not at all. No, but Absolutely. you know, you look, you look great actually. Yeah, now you know it took it took 50 years for me to get here, but I'm here. You know what I mean? So it's I, I think it's possible. Yeah. Never too late to heal. I also want to add that you know in the, in the millennial generation, the fact that you may have a million other possibilities. I've met this one person online and so if that breaks if I break up with him or her, who cares? I have another more. potential two or three million uh candidates to to date. So it's like it's just a disposable very disposable mentality. mentality. Yeah. But what about Before the true love? You had what? to get the guy on the football team. <laughs> <laughs> the one guy. <laughs> that one guy. But are there Dr. Lisa, are are there like from from your professional clinical therapy world are there real are there signs of true love like do they define signs of true love hmm that's a really good question and i think true love is defined by the two people who are in that union and how they define true love and if they're able to define that then it is true love i don't think we as external to that 
partnership or what true love is, but what people feel between the two, the two individuals. And they're able to say, this is what I feel. This is what this person does for me. This is how this person supports me, loves me, validates me, caresses me. This is what I see And this see is what they love. do, and, that, right. and, the, and that's what totally. it is. Totally. Right. What I, do you think about that, Peter? I think, I think she's right. I think, I mean, uh, mostly not being selfish, you know what I mean? I was selfish a lot, but not, not anymore. I think that that's a big part of it. Um, I also, on the, on the other hand, I think a lot of relationships... Older relationships or certain relationships stay together for financial reasons. And that's not, especially today, yeah. Divested. It's hard. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can't pay the rent if this person ain't here. I can't pay my bills right. or if, I, if we go, we have kids. So, so a lot of relationships stay together for but all But they the actually reasons. did that 50 years ago, right? They did right? that too, like yeah, back in the right? day. Yeah, you That know, was there too, 70% yeah. of African-American families were married 70 years ago. 70 yeah. today, 70% wow. are and single children are being so raised was, by they single They have a panel household. they wanted me to go on. It's about black family structure. How mm. even the, not not just the reality stars and the rappers and the thing they were showing that lawyers and doctors are breaking up and yeah. and they, they, it's like a it's like a it's like something they're trying to fix. It was the, the Urban League. I want to uh, say how to panel. That sounds like one of, like one of the programs they would do. Well, let me let me let me focus on your new role now. Sure. You're going to be the host of the show called Cheaters. Yes. Okay. You've admitted cheating yes. and been very open about it, which we appreciate your honesty and your authenticity, okay. which is why I think <laughs> so many people are vested in you and your mm-hmm. career and your yes. success and your journey. You know, as you're going through this this journey of manhood and fatherhood in a very pu- public realm, and we thank you for sharing that with us. But just if you were telling your daughter or your sister or a female friend, what are this? Are there certain signs of cheating? Yeah. Um, just, just uh, if if they're not, if a man is not accountable, mm. you got to be accountable. You got to know, you know, if a man is has his phone and he's treating it like dominoes, there's <laughs> 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 little things you have. Well, to women know. can do that too. Women can do that. Yeah, you know, very protective and guarded. Yeah, there's certain mm-hmm. things. There's certain there's certain signs that you that you know. Like give obvious, us a couple. Give but us I some. I think high. people people yeah. ignore. But, but that's what I'm saying. I agree so with him. People will ignore them. So just spell it out for us. Okay. The, f- the phone, you know. The phone is number one. The phone oh, is number yeah. one, especially now. You hide your phone at night from yourself. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> you forget. That's, that's oh, a big deal. Yeah, every night you hide your phone. Or? Yeah, you wake up, can't find your phone. You're nervous. Um, <laughs> He's so nervous. <laughs> it's true. Phone being off and you're saying the phone died. You know, um, phone games basically. Phone, a lot of phone games. Burner phone phones. <laughs> burner burner phone. phones, right? <laughs> um, what about in terms of behavior? Because some people feel like, okay, well, that, and we we've seen some public relationships like that where they feel like they have to be together all the time, and that's kind of like a guarantee that things are going to stay, stay loving and stay, you know, stay together. Or, you know, regularity, seeing that person. I mean, like uh, changes in behaviors, anything yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, once a person you could you know who you who was dealing with, who was all in love with you. Now all of a sudden, you know, certain times you know, coming in certain times, or you not. It's just not. It's a feeling. It's just not the same. It's like, a vibe, to, right? It's yeah. a vibe. You know that vibe. You ignore it, and you ignore it totally. I mean, I've had clients where a, a father would be with a his wife and had a whole family, seven children with his wife and seven with his mistress. No one never knew. He was coming home every night. 
Wow. And every this whole night. separate family. Whole separate family. I had a nice run one time like that. <laughs> he said. <laughs> It's the fact. And I got popped. And, <laughs> and then it happens. All right. So now, so now as you go, you're going into the. <laughs> so now as you go, it's real. No, people Thanks back in the day too. There were honest. back back in the day too. There were a lot, there were a lot of that, like totally. whole families, and then Thanksgiving lunch. You know, Thanksgiving around lunchtime in one house, and then the other. But Peter, as you as you go into this new this new phase, because this really seems like a new chapter. Going to be you're yeah. spending a lot of time in Dallas, which is where Cheaters yeah, and Cheaters is filmed. If you if you met this woman, if you met a woman and you were you were just like, wow, I never really felt like this. I'm feeling I want to be different. I want to be good good to her, good to myself. I want it to be good for both of us. I want to really grow this. What are some of the kind of romantic things that you would do? Given that you know, we're talking about Valentine's Day too. Mm. Like, what would you do? Um, I would you know put on some Gregory Porter, oh. pop some wine. <laughs> And just just have an open, honest conversation about my past and where I am now. And, and just, you know, just try to, you know, I like doing regular things. People don't know that about me. At, at some point, people got to say, okay, he got these beautiful, smart women around him. And they, instead of calling them stupid, sometimes look at yourself and say, what is it about this guy that they like? Right. You know what I mean? It's not Beautiful, just, it's talented not just, yeah, women. Yeah. I, thank you. So it's something about me that they had to like, and it's not just the sex. Yeah, I'm amazing, but not just that. <laughs> <laughs> There's other things about me to like. Right. And, you know, weren't, and you didn't have, million, and you did have millions of, of dollars at that time either. Exactly, you know, no, right. The money wasn't there, so right. it's something about me. So instead of just just down, just making them, just saying, yo, they're stupid, think about it, you know what I mean? And, and they're not, those are the only two you've seen. There's other women in my life. So what would you beautiful. tell this woman of your... You know, th- this this one and only woman, if she exists, what would you tell her? Like, uh, what would be your pitch to her? My pitch would be like, I, I've got it all out of my system. If you look at my past, I've done everything under the sun. I'm tired. I'm ready to chill. I'm ready to vacation. I'm ready to just... Uh, only one thing that you may... I may not be able to give you, and that's a child. <laughs> I don't want any more kids. But other than that, I'll give you the world. We have the... I'll, I'll give you the most fun you ever had in your life. So That's do amazing. I hear you saying that we actually need to wait until men hit over 50? Well. True love comes later in yeah, life. True love every comes. case is different. Right. But when I see people in their 20s talking about this is it, I don't believe you. Okay. I'm right. sorry. <laughs> Even in your 30s, at some point in your 30s, I just don't believe you. Right. <laughs> it took me to 50s, but I, I'm not saying it don't happen because you got some I married my high school sweetheart. Yeah, but how all of often my grandparents do you hear that? Did that right? Right. How often yeah. do you hear that? Nah, I don't. Not too it. often, but you do. Yeah. You hear me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. All right, well, Dr. Lisa. Final final word. What about what he just said? Very quickly. No, I totally. It gets to a point where you do a lot of introspective and reflective work, and you process your life, and you look back, and you say, you know what? I learned a lot. I made a lot of mistakes, but I, I'm willing to move on from them. I'm healing from them. And I'm a work in progress. And the better you get, the better your relationships are going to be, right? Obviously, better with age. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I want to thank you guys for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers. Yes. Peter Guns, congratulations on the new thank role. Yeah, History making. First yes, African-American host of Cheaters. Yes, and rest in Send peace. To rest in peace to Clark All Gable. the cheaters. Uh, he passed away untimely death, and that's how I'm, uh, that's, they were looking for a new host. It's me. But rest in peace to Clark Gable, who is Clark Gable's grandson, by the way. He passed away, I think, 31 years old. Wow. Oh, wow. Jeez. So, um, um, 
you know, I'm, I'm glad I got the job. It's bittersweet. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to be a little eerie around the set. But um, rest in peace to Clark Gable and his family. Yeah. My condolences. And, and, be and best of luck to you with this this Thank whole you. new chapter in so many ways. To send everyone to therapy. Oh, yeah. All couples got Dr. Lisa's Thank you. Will cheaters have a resident therapist on the show? That's a question. They need it. Yeah, All right, Dr. Lisa English, thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. And thank you for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers. Wishing all of you watching, all of you who support the show, a very happy Valentine's Day. Sending you lots and lots and lots of love. And remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace and love.